Hello, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. Good afternoon, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. The news comes at you fast. America's Food and Drug Administration have said that Trump was incorrect. There's information and misinformation. Their own NAFDAQ came out and told Donald Trump, we're going to be waiting here. Where are you talking? Are you talking with by yourself? It's okay. And making sense of it can be hard. Can you I will let you talk. Can you Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. But that's my job. Let's talk context. Let's talk statistics. Let's talk about those bills at the Senate right now. Let's talk to the experts and the newsmakers. Um, I, I see the kind of stability that would, would, would allow uh, growth to happen by this time next year. Every weekday at 3. Good afternoon. I'm Sandra Ezekwesi. Let's talk hard facts. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. We're inching closer and closer to 9,000 COVID-19 cases in Nigeria. That's your first hard fact of the day. 8,915 last night. And remember that we talked uh, yesterday about our isolation centers running out of bed space. You remember that, right? So if you catch this thing or more, (laughs) maybe there will not be bed bed space for you right except of course you catch it and you're one of the people who is lucky enough to not have any symptoms or to have very mild symptoms so remember there are three categories of people who have COVID-19 one people who don't have symptoms at all they don't have cough they don't have sore throat they're not sneezing nothing 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 but they have the virus then people who have slight symptoms so the ones who have the cough who have the sore throat who have fever you know and um a few other symptoms that come from COVID-19. And then you have the third category of people who have COVID-19. Those ones are very, very sick. Those ones are the ones who may need ventilators. Those are the ones who are finding it very difficult to breathe. These are the three categories of people. And as so far, Nigeria has found that most of the people who have the virus are in the first and second category. Actually, all over the world, Seth, we found that most of the people who have the virus are in the first and second category and then in the third category those are the ones who have it really really bad but the scary thing about this virus is whether you have symptoms so whether you have mild symptoms so whether you have severe symptoms so you are infectious if you have it and there's no way to know whether or not you will have the mild the moderate or the severe symptom that's why everybody has to be careful so it's like a, it's a fire. You just have to keep putting it out until all the embers have gone off. That's it. You Except you already have some other health conditions like maybe asthma. Uh, you already have um, hypertension. You have uh, diabetes. You have some other health condition that's compromised your immune system. That's how you know that maybe your own matter go bad well, well. Right? That's when you know for certain that your own matter feed bad well, well. But otherwise, there's no way of knowing whether or not your your matter will be terrible or not. We've had 33-year-olds who are healthy, who have gotten it, and it's dealt with them severely. And we've had 100-year-olds who got it and survived it. (laughs) So be careful when you go out there. Wear your mask. Keep your distance. Wash your hands. Sanitize your hands. When you get home, destroy your mask because on Nigeria Day, and we don't hear from Commissioner of Police of Lagos that some people they carry the mask from Dotty, recycle them, sell them again to people like you and I. So destroy your mask when you get home. By the way, something new is coming to Nigeria Info starting on Monday. Have you heard? We're calling it just a minute. So we're going to give you a chance to win 100k on Nigeria Info. That's right. We're giving away 100k on Nigeria Info. We will make sure that you win it. All you have to do is listen to our shows. Listen to Morning Crossfire. Listen to What's Up Lagos. Listen to Sunny Side. Listen to Hard Facts. And during each show, we're going to give you a chance to call in and we will quiz you for one minute. That's it. 60 seconds. We'll quiz you. We'll give you as many questions as possible. You answer as many as you can. And the person who answers the most questions wins the money. 
Now, questions can come from different things. It can come from what we're already talking about on the show. It can come from what we talked about the previous day. It can come from what somebody else talked about on their own show. So you have to listen throughout the day. That's how you win that money. We're going to announce the winners um, every day on Hard Facts. Hard Facts announces the winners every day. So if you are ready to chop our money, be prepared. Monday, that's when it starts. Start listening, start winning from the Morning Crossfire. Morning Crossfire is 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. every day. And then there's WhatsApp Lagos from 9 to 12. And then there's Sunnyside from 12 to 3. And then there's my show from 3 to 7. And then there's Game on from 7 till 9 and then there's um, uh, Live and Dangerous with Daddy Freeze from 10 all the way until 12 and then you have Chat Station uh, with Adaf from 12 until the next day at 5 so it's amazing there's something for everybody as long as you are plugged in constantly now on today's show I have a great great selection of topics it's Friday So it's Global Review Day and we're bringing you a global big three. Let's talk about the U.S. government wanting an independent investigation of Akin Adeshino at the Africa Development Bank. And the Nigerian government saying that's illegal. And then let's talk about people in the UK asking a government advisor to resign for violating lockdown rules that he helped to create. And then we'll talk about China's latest move to reabsorb Hong Kong. Remember, of course, that you can join this conversation via Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. Twitter is at Nigeria Info FM. Share your thoughts with us and send in your thoughts via WhatsApp. 080-959-75805. And don't listen to the show alone, by the way. Tell your friend to tell their friend. Something great is happening on 99.3 every hour of the day. As as usual for a Friday, we're bringing you ideas with our Yobe and then Public Square. And we'll wrap up the show with music and moments. Of course, news updates come your way at the top of every hour. But let's take a look at the globe, see what's happening. Huh? What happened this week? This, this is Global Review on Hard Facts. Why is the U.S. government asking the AFDB not to follow its own due process? Hmm, why is that happening? Should Dominic Cummings resign? If China reabsorbs Hong Kong or annexes Taiwan, will anybody stop them? These are our big three stories on today's Global Review. Let's get into the stories. Nigeria and America are, are, are quarreling over the Africa Development Bank. So here's what's happening. The, um, uh, in the Africa Development Bank, Akinwumi Adeshino is the president, right? He's the bank president. And some time ago, there was a whistleblower report against him. Somebody claimed that he was hiring his friends and his family without following due process. So the bank's board of governors decided to investigate the ethics committee looked into it and they said, nah, Adeshino is innocent. They cleared him of all charges. But the U.S. government is insatisfied. The U.S. Uh, Treasury Secretary wrote to the bank and he said they want an independent investigation. So basically, the Americans are saying that they don't trust the AFDB's ethics probe. They want a fresh one. And the Nigerian government is like, say what happened. Our own finance minister. She wrote her own letter to the bank and she said, look, there are rules. The AFDB has rules for investigating corruption. According to the rules, you let the ethics committee investigate. Then they submit their findings to the board and the board makes a final decision. The end. And that's exactly what's happened in Adeshino's case. The ethics committee said Adeshino did nothing wrong. And then the board of directors agreed that he did nothing wrong with the ethics committee. So it's over. There's no room in the AFDB's rules for an independent investigation. But America is insisting. Now, America is a 6% shareholder in the bank. Nigeria has 9%. In fact, Nigeria is the largest shareholder. So some analysts are seeing this thing as a proxy battle. They think 
that the U.S. is trying to exert more power over the bank. A lot of people have been talking about this and one of such people is Olusegun Obasanjo. He thinks that that's what America is trying to do. He wrote his own letter. He wrote it before the Nigerian government even wrote their own letter, Sef. Obasanjo's letter says, the due process has been followed and there is no room for an independent probe. He also said that this is an attempt by the Trump administration to hijack the bank from African hands and undermine it as an institution. And I wonder what you, what you think about that. Because bear in mind, bear in mind that the only countries that have agreed with Trump are Denmark, Sweden, Norway, and Finland. All these countries are North European. Obasanjo addressed his letter to different former African heads of state, his colleagues, basically. So he addressed his letter to Ellen uh, Johnson Sirleaf of uh, Liberia, Mbeki of South Africa, Kufo of Ghana, uh, Nkapa of Tanzania, a lot of other people. So he's trying basically to create a, a, a coalition of African leaders to demand that the AFDB doesn't bow to America's demands. We've also seen a message uh, from Pete Obi as well, who has sent out a message asking Africa to uh, rally behind Adeshino. But before we make this an Africa versus the world matter, let me point out that the chairman of the ethics committee that cleared Adeshino is the Japanese finance minister. So this is not a case of a of an African clearing a fellow African. And then you look about you look at this issue, right? You have an AFDB that has been around since 1964. It's had the same rules since 1964. Nigeria and Obasanjo are saying the rules have been followed in this case. But Trump and the USA are saying do something different. Something that isn't in the rules. Does that make sense or do you think this is a witch hunt? Adesino's term as president of the AFDB ends in August, but he's running for a second term and he's running unopposed. All 54 African countries endorsed him to return unopposed. And Obasanjo is saying all of this is happening because America doesn't want Adeshino back. Not because they don't like Adeshino, but because they want to choose the president of the AFDB. What do you think about that? What do you think about this story? What do you think about all of this? 0700-993-993-993. Have you been following this story? It's been happening for a few weeks. Have you been following it? Are Donald Trump and the US government doing the right thing by calling for an independent probe? Or are Obasanjo and the Nigerian government correct in saying that due process has been followed and that this matter should end? Is this an anti-corruption matter or is this geopolitics and power play and a battle for control? WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. Send your thoughts to me via Twitter. Twitter's at Nigeria Info FM. And you can also um, share your thoughts with me on uh, Facebook. Nigeria Info 99.3. Hello. Thanks for calling. What's Hello, your name? Sandra. Yes, how are you? What's your name? The pastor is from Ikorodu. Okay, good to have you on the show. Yeah, I, I, just, I just want to go straight to the point. Yes. It's the Africans, we have always had this problem. Okay. We, we, the culture is already there. And it's a bad culture. Corruption of the sin has always gone on. And the American Treasury Secretary must have seen something. Probably had something they had gotten before they come up with what they are saying now. Okay. All these stories, all these uh, issues you just mentioned that they've been on. Why is it that when it's Nigerian storm, when Nigerian is a president of Africa and remember, why is it that now that we have this problem? Okay. This corruption of a thing. Obviously that is that he's starting himself. Mm. 
How credible was his own government? How was which new prophet, new process was he talking about? Was he was he doing his new process doing his way? Good evening, my sister. Good evening. Thank you for calling me. Ninety nine point three. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good evening. Hello. Ninety nine point three. Sandra. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. What's your name? Bibi. Bibi, good to have you on the show. Sandra, hmm? there's something that is not quite what adding up for me. Okay. What is American interest in this whole thing? There, there is bound to be more. Okay. As far as I am concerned, there is also something else that is underlying. Um, the Japanese is the one that is that headed the uh, panel, right? Mm-hmm. So, more or less, basically, under the control of the Asians mm-hmm. or China, so to speak, quote-unquote. So, is it is it right for me to say that they are not very comfortable with... Um, is there some vested interest? Because America would not be coming to our rescue or the rescue of the bank for the sake of coming to the rescue, quote-unquote. Mm. There there is more. Hmm. Not just about what we are seeing. It's far, far, far beyond that. Hmm. Very typically, maybe, you know, he was uh, a typical African or a typical Nigerian. When you get there, you begin to do things the normal way. But even if he had been cleared, it means that even the clearing, America will not be coming out straight if they don't have anything against him. Hmm. They must have a, you know, a hold on to something. Hmm. So there is something that they are holding on to and it's just a matter of time. Well, I, I did say that um, they're about to have elections. Adeshino is running unopposed, but uh, it looks like uh, America wants to choose their own president. So do you think that maybe, you know, what this is about? There is something, even far beyond the president, hmm. there is something more. Okay. Are, are you not seeing what is going on? Are you not seeing what is going on with the world powers and the economic powers? Hmm. Are you not seeing what's happening in China? Hmm. We are marrying the Chinese and the world is not happy. Can't you see? Hmm. We are getting into this whole entanglement with the Chinese and the world is not happy. Hmm. So there is more. They need somebody who is going to protect their interests. Okay. Okay. All right, DB. Thank you for calling me. 99.3. Hello. How are you? What's your name? I'm Richard calling from Badagui. Richard, do you think this is anti-corruption or you think it's power play? I think it's, it's power play, but I have to let me bring out something. Okay. Yeah. Since Nigeria, uh, since, uh, oh, but, uh, sorry, Sorry, what's his name? That sent letter to them that they they've already done the investigation. Sorry. Uh, well, the finance minister sent or Basan just sent. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there is something that is not clear there. Okay. Yo. So that's why America Donald Trump cannot just stand and start say, okay, let us re start the the investigation again. You understand? Okay. It may something there is something that is not clear. That's why. Okay. Yes, I I, I can't just say it's power play, but there is something is not too clear. Mm. So that's why they want to restart the investigation. Mm. Thank you. All right. Thank you for calling me. Ninety nine point three. Yes, yeah, Sandra. How are you? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, Baba G. Baba G. Power play or anti corruption? Uh, when you talk about power play, anti corruption, I just want to say on a local palace. Organ servant. You know, American, if mm. you are begging, anytime you are begging, anything they tell you, you say yes, sir. Mm. You remember Okunju Wiala when she was contesting for World Bank president, am I right? Mm-hmm. She's more qualified, but we are made to understand that the, the power brokers, you know, the world order said they don't want Okunju Wiala. And at the end of the day, what happened? They feel their own. In Liberia, when John Jopo, what is the name of that footballer, wanted to be president, they wanted the, the other, uh, Ellie Johnson, and Ellie Johnson became president. At the end of the day, when he's right, they allowed the footballer to become the president. That is what is going on here now. Hmm. 
But if you want to prove this man, they would have used another tactic. Not a situation whereby you would say the man is corrupt. Mm. But there's nothing Nigeria can do. America will have their way. Because we Nigerians, anything we want, we run to Americans. And they are going to decide our future for now. Well, 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 will America have their way with this particular one? Especially because, because don't forget, you know, amongst all of these things, don't forget yeah. that um, we have followed due process. Let me not say we. The Africa Development yeah. Bank has followed due process, right? Yeah. They followed yeah. their due process. And this due process has been in place since 1964. And okay. now America is saying, break your due process and bring in external investigators. Yeah. So, um, what is going on here? Sandra, America will know. Even with due process or without due process, they will have their way. Just look at the Security Council. I think they are five, if I'm right. But American with Britain, sometimes they can do things without the concepts of Russia and China. So if America wants to get anything done, you can't stop them. But the only thing, they should allow additional to stay. They should not use that one as a weapon, this corruption of a thing. Due process is allowed, but America in no. They will use bad door, you know, to cover the loophole. Thank you very much. All right, Baba G, thank you for calling me. I don't think it's true to say that uh, uh, America will do whatever they want to do and they cannot be stopped, you know. I, I guess that's why this particular story has made its way to the news so that people can hear about it and, you know, the diplomacy battle can kick into full gear. 99.3. Good afternoon, my name is Michael. Michael, good to have you on the show. Yeah, I've followed this, uh, this incident for a while. Okay. I've tried to investigate to know more about uh, additional. Okay. I understand that he has brought so much development to African Bank more than one of more than every other person uh, who has held the post. Yes, mm. who has held the post, and I think he's a threat to the Western world, not America, not America, mm. because so long as Africa remains poor, they keep benefiting because they 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 they, they enslave Africa such that Africa will continue going down the drain while they keep rising. That's why you see Nigerians and most, let me say Africans, they all aspire to go to uh, to the Western world. They are trooping in there just because they feel that that's the place they can always make an end to me, which is what the, the way they have designed and which is the way they have structured everything. Immediately that is broken. The Western world is, is nobody. So the additional, is what additional is doing is actually, is actually developing Africa, which they don't want. That's the, that's, the, that's the truth. He's actually putting up Africa on that part of development. Immediately Africa gets developed, sorry, they will, no, they will no longer be relevant. That is what is happening. All right, Michael. Thank you for calling to share that. Claire Aboma on Twitter says that he thinks all this brouhaha is about the impact of China on America's export market and Africa's import independence on agricultural products. If China sees Africa as alternative to its agricultural products and funds it, there's a bigger problem for the U.S. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. I'm curious what your thoughts are. Uh, we've got a message here that... Uh, says the fact that a Chinese citizen, no, a Japanese, you know, China, Japan, two different countries, you don't say that outside, that's actually not a, a politically correct thing to say. So the fact that a Japanese citizen is a member of the panel has triggered something in Trump. For those who think Trump is a good leader, within this time, Trump is fighting China, fighting WHO, fighting AFDB, fighting Twitter because of the fact-check policy. This is not American. This is Trump himself trying to force his government to control global business and policy. The next thing you will see from Trump is he'll sanction African countries through immigration for not obeying his demand. <laughs> okay. Olaide Cruz is in Victoria Island. Thank you for sending your message in. I praised Adeshino and the entire Nigerians over Adeshino. Adeshino has been cleared by a Japanese financial guru. Uh, this is power play if you follow world politics. China has opened a lot of hidden world secrets that America has no world dominance power anymore 
besides the U.S. is a sinking ship that wants to implicate others. Thank you to Obasanjo and fellow African leaders for speaking up. Kafo from Osolo Kingdom says, All right, Kafo, thank you for sending your message in. Good afternoon, Sandra. Uh, it's quite unfortunate that the Americans that preach rule of law are now trying to circumvent the already existing laws of the AFDB just because of their own selfish economic interest. All African leaders should stand up and support their own because Americans cannot have their way all the time. Ernest from Ejibo says, Hi Sandra, it's a very simple thing. Donald Trump has not asked for anything out of this world. He simply asked for an independent investigator. So if there's nothing to hide, no hidden agenda gender anywhere, then why are Africans making a big deal? In fact, if an independent man does this and clears additional, he stands a better chance of clearing himself. Simple. Billy Great in Igondo says, but Billy Great, what happens to due process? The world likes to say that it runs on due process. We all like to say that we are adherents of due process. And in this particular matter, due process was followed. So are you supporting Trump to throw due process out the window? Is that, is that what's happening here? Are we saying it's okay to violate the due process because America is uncomfortable or America is unsatisfied? You have an ethics committee that was set up by the AFDB and the ethics committee chaired by a Japanese person, so not an African, a Japanese person said, yeah, this guy checks out, he's innocent. Should we allow an outside power say, yeah, we're not satisfied, uh, let's have outside investigators check this thing? I don't know. I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm just telling you the story. You decide for yourself. Now, a minister in the UK resigned to protest what another government official did. Yes, you heard me. That's our second story. Until this week, Douglas Ross was the UK government's deputy minister for Scotland. But he resigned because the prime minister's chief advisor broke lockdown rules and is still in government. So let me give you the backstory. Dominic Cummings is chief advisor to Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister. In fact, he helped create the government's lockdown policy. Now, in March, he disobeyed that policy. First, he travelled over 400 kilometres with his wife and son to his parents' house. Oh, by the way, he tested positive for COVID-19 during that period. But you know, end there. While at his parents' place, he drove out of town with his wife on her birthday. They went to a place called Bernard Castle. It's a tourist attraction because of the castle and the beautiful views. So people are saying, you took your wife to go and flex for her birthday. And Cummins is saying, no, I just wanted to test my eyesight. So that's, you know, and that's why I took my, my wife for a drive. I was testing my eyesight. <laughs> As you can imagine, British people are not having it. They're like, you think say we be fool. So right now, over 59% of UK voters think that Cummins should resign. But, but we have uh, Boris Johnson saying, no, please don't resign, stay, help me. And that's why Douglas Ross is resigning. He's resigning in protest. He wrote a powerful resignation letter. I'm not going to read all of it for you, but let me read one part. He said, quote, I have constituents who did not say goodbye to loved ones. Families who could not mourn together. People who didn't visit sick relatives because they followed the guidelines of the government. I cannot in good faith tell them that they were all wrong and one senior advisor to the government was right. End quote. Think about that. Douglas Ross is saying, how can I face my people? I am their leader. I am meant to do what is best for them. I told them to make these sacrifices and they agreed because they trust me. But now see somebody else in government refusing to make those same sacrifices. Does he have two heads? Who is your House of Reps member? Who is your House of Assembly member? Which commissioners and ministers come from your place? Think about them, remember them, picture them. Do you believe 
that they would take the same steps as Douglas Ross if they see the same double standards? <laughs> I'm laughing because I already know the answer to that question. 0700-993-993-993. We saw government officials attend Abakiari's burial in Abuja during the lockdown, right? We saw Abakiari himself, before he died, violate the rules and refuse to self-isolate when he came back from Germany. We heard Abakiari tell us about National Assembly members refusing to get tested after they came in from abroad. So we heard about many alleged violations by government officials. Did we did we did we hear that anybody protested by resigning? Did you hear of even one resignation? Why does that kind of thing not happen here? That's the big question. Why does something like that? Somebody else will no being break the the coffee on the lockdown rules, so don't break, break the rule, oh. but because the person who break the rule never resign honorably, he might resign. Why does something like that not happen here? What do you think about this Dominic Cummings uh, scandal? Do you think he should resign? Do you think uh, Boris Johnson should fire him? What do you think about Douglas Ross resigning in protest? Remember, he was a minister. He was the undersecretary for Scotland. Do you think he did the right thing or do you think Namumuibi? <laughs> and would you want something like that to happen in Nigeria? And very importantly, why doesn't things like that happen in Nigeria? If you just joined the show, hello, you're listening to 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. Every Friday, we allow Nigeria to rest for a bit. And then we take a look at what's happening all over the world. And we pick three big stories and we bring them to you. And we get your um, thoughts on those subject uh, uh, matters. This, this is Global Review on Hard Facts. Stories on today's global review. Why is the US government asking the AFDB not to follow its own due process? Do you think Dominic Cummings should resign? What do you think of that story about Dominic Cummings? What do you think about that scandal? Do you think Boris Johnson should fire him? What do you think about Douglas uh, resigning in protest? Douglas Ross, who is a minister, who no being break the law the Undersecretary for Scotland. Do you think he did the right thing? Do you think he did the noble thing? Or do you think he was a mumu? And would you want something like that to begin to happen in Nigeria? Why doesn't that happen here? If you were in government, let's, let me make it personal. You yourself, if you were in government and you saw what Abakiari did and boss Mustafa and his gang did when they were burying um, Abakiari, would you have resigned? Say you were the health minister or you were Garbashehu or you were Femi Adeshino, would you have resigned? Honestly, like just x-ray your heart. You're not the one that went to the burial. You're just a member of the government. But your colleagues all did that crazy thing when you're telling the rest of us to stay at home and quarantine and self-isolate. Would you have resigned? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. And do you think Donald Trump and the U.S. government are doing the right thing by calling for an independent probe of uh, Akimumi Adeshino at the AFDB, even though due process has been followed uh, by the bank itself? Or do you think that... Uh, uh, you know, this is just geopolitics and power play and a battle for control. We've got one more story coming up. Hello. Hello. How are you? What's your name? My name is um, Anozio Kuro. Welcome, Anozio. Go ahead. Yeah, Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, um, in fact, I watched um, the Dominic comments, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And his press conference. And the interview he made to, to the press, press mm. in the UK. Mm. So what I'm saying is this, that um, in this country, such thing will not happen. They have mounted pressure for him to resign. Mm -hmm. Now, since the Johnson is backing him, mm. what is going to happen is they may ask um, Johnson, um, sorry, Boris Johnson to resign. Mm. 
So this can never happen in, here in Africa. Hmm. Um, so, but, but answer the question I was asking you earlier on, though. If you were Femi Adeshino and uh, Boss Mustafa and other people attended a funeral, would you resign? Oh, that's sad. Call me back and answer my question. I'm going to ask that question to everybody who calls in. So get ready. Hello. Hello, Sandra. My name is Ralph. Ralph, welcome to the show. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. First of all, uh, the American issue mm. is um, of economic interest. Okay. Um, economic interest. Mm. The alliance with uh, the Chinese and all that is just economic power. Okay. So I think the U.S. since the ethics have um, given him a clear bill of health, then mm. he should just go ahead. Okay. He should, be, he should involve himself then for um, the the UK. Mm. I think Dominic should resign. And for Cummings, I think Cummings is doing the right thing by protesting. No, Dominic Cummings are the same persons. It's Ross. Douglas Ross is the person yeah, that Ross, resigned. Ross, Ross mm. was the person that committed, uh, that resigned. Mm. But Dominic was the person that committed that the offense, yes. Resigned. Yeah. Okay. For Nigeria, yeah, it can't happen. It can't happen because even if you resign, mm. you become a threat to the system and you might be eliminated. So they don't resign. Yeah. Hmm. Would you resign? If you were, if you were in government, would you resign? If I were to be in government and in I want Nigeria. to put my life on the line, and I want to put my life on the line, I will resign and then put my life on the line. But if I don't want to put my life on the line, I will resign. I just keep quiet and when they're out of power, I fight later. <laughs> All right. Thank you for calling me and being honest. I like that. 99.3. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes, my name is Opeyemi. Opeyemi. Good to have you on the show. Thank you. Mm. Well, all of this uh, imbroglio that has ensued between the American government and the additional didn't start today. Mm -hmm. Americans have always been like that. Okay. I remember when I was in the university, one of our lecturers mm -hmm. told us uh, an incident that happened when this same body was the head of state. Nigeria used to be the largest producer of brown wheat until the American government proposed through the IMF that Nigeria should do structural adjustment. Buhari refused. They sanctioned him. He went into direct trade using his, uh, using his wheat. You know what they did? Mm. Through the back door, they went to publish a, a false research uh, result that the, black, uh, the brown wheat contained anti-nutritional factor. So all the countries that was trading with Nigeria directly, Brazil, Argentina, and the like, mm. you know, decided to stop trading. Mm. America had been known for that. They did the same thing with Saddam Hussein. Went and published through the CIA false result that they were developing weapon of mass destruction, which we later found out to be false. Any country that dared to confront the US dollar, the American dollar, through trading, it was not easy for them. If Nigeria had been a radical Islamic nation, they would have invaded us. That act that we took, going into a direct negotiation with China to trade directly using the Chinese uh, yuan, would have become a deadly assault on us. Libya did it. Gaddafi did the same thing, asking everybody to come and trade using the dinari that he was going to launch. So America has been like that. Anybody who will not support them, it was not easy for them. If China was a small country, they would have invaded China. Because China is also a world superpower, it's not easy. And that is why this back and forth trade war, putting embargo on Chinese products, slashing them with so many things, had always been on. We just need to align with a, power, a, a, a world power, and that's why uh, we are now feeling this uh, impact. This now. heat. Mm. This is they are doing with additional. It is just the same Chinese-American war, Asian-American war that is going on. Is it a cold war that we can call it in this time era? <laughs> and that is what additional is suffering. Because it will not allow IMF and World Bank to have their easy way on the African continent. It's going behind them to go into direct negotiation direct development developmental arrangement with African countries. And America do not like that because all of these acts will weaken the influence and strength of the American dollar against other currency. And that is the brain behind this accusation and all this uh, false accusation that is flying around. Okay.
Okay, quite a theory there by Okweemi. I'm curious to see if you agree with Okweemi. Dominic Affen from uh, Odogunyaini Korodu says, developed countries want developing countries to remain dependent on them in all aspects of life. They have different motives against Adeshino uh, on holding the position for another tenure. If only Africans who have about 60% of the shares will agree to them, if not, their plan will fail. All right, Dominic, thank you uh, for sending your message in. My take on the UK issue, I like that the man resigned. These are people who have a conscience. Yes, Peter, but would you resign? You yourself, Peter, would you resign? Now, let's uh, take a look at our third story. No reasonable person can assert today that Hong Kong maintains a high degree of autonomy from China, given the facts on the ground. This is a direct quote from Mike Pompeo. That's the U.S. Secretary of State. Last Friday, I told you about China wanting to pass a security law for Hong Kong, you remember, that would let security agencies from Beijing operate there. We talked about how the people of Hong Kong are against it and how it seems to go against the agreements that China signed when they took over Hong Kong from the UK in 1997. Now, this week, the Chinese parliament went ahead and passed the law. And now you have the U.S. Secretary of State saying, we cannot call Hong Kong autonomous anymore. Hong Kong is now under China's complete control. And this is a big deal. Coming from Mike Pompeo, it's a big deal. Here's why. The USA has a special trade relationship with Hong Kong. You know how right now China and America are having a trade war. All those sanctions that the U.S. has sanctioned China... It did not apply to Hong Kong. America always treats Hong Kong differently from the rest of China because China allows Hong Kong to be autonomous. Remember, I told you last week, one country, two systems. In fact, many Chinese companies have set up headquarters in Hong Kong so that they can do business with the U.S. market under the Hong Kong rules instead of the China rules. China likes it because those companies still pay tax to Beijing. But here's the catch. The U.S. policy says once a year, the Secretary of State must appear before Congress and testify that Hong Kong is still autonomous. If instead he testifies that China has taken over Hong Kong, the special trade status can be terminated. And now Mike Pompeo has told Congress that Hong Kong is not autonomous. Yeah, already the Hong Kong stock market is falling. There's fear that business will, uh, businesses will pull their investments out of Hong Kong. We're also hearing that the Chinese government is unhappy with Pompeo's uh, statement. They don't want the U.S. investments in Hong Kong to end. But critics are saying, oh, more China, you started it. If China had not passed that uh, Hong Kong security law, Pompeo wouldn't have made the statement he made. So China should not try to have their cake and eat it too. And I'm wondering if you agree with that. When I first read that um, uh, report that China wasn't happy with Pompeo's testimony, my first thought was, well, <laughs> what were you expecting? I mean, did you really think that America would just accept that you are reabsorbing Hong Kong? But then I said to myself, well, maybe. I mean, think about it for a moment. In the last few years, how has the USA reacted to world events? Think about it. When Trump was sworn in as president, he said America first. So he pulled out of the Paris Climate Accord. He pulled out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. He pulled out of the Iran uh, 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 nuclear deal. He threatened to pull out of NATO and NAFTA. He's letting Russia take over parts of Georgia, just like Obama before him, by the way. So it's not just Trump that did that particular one. So China would have looked at all of this and said, America's not going to do anything because it no concern America. But unfortunately for them, America is acting and China is surprised. So the big question is, why? Maybe Trump is ready to open another chapter in the trade war. Because if America changes the trade conditions with Hong Kong, both, Amer both America and China will lose a lot of money. 
But hey, they already lost a lot of money in the trade war. And Trump doesn't seem to mind that he lost all that money. So I guess we have to wonder if Trump doesn't mind hurting the American economy as long as the Chinese economy is hurt as well. Or maybe we shouldn't be so cynical. I don't know. Maybe Trump is legitimately concerned about the people of Hong Kong, you know? But that leads to another question. If China invades Hong Kong and takes over completely, will the USA intervene? 0700-993-993-993. Do you agree with Pompeo? Do you think China uh, has revoked Hong Kong's autonomy? Do you think China is taking these steps because it thinks America will not intervene? We talked about bullies yesterday, remember, on the big hard fact. And we talked about how a strong person is needed to stand up to a bully. Do you think that that is what is happening here? WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. We have a lot of amazing messages on Twitter. So let me go to Twitter first. Hi, Sandra. I think this is power play. And if Nigeria puts her eggs, her legs down... Uh, on this one, she will win. But it will have an adverse effect as per Nigerians depend on the Western world. I want Nigeria to not give in on this particular matter. Okay. We've got another message here uh, on Twitter. We've got... Ooh, ooh, uh, Jimmy Bones says, AFDB shouldn't have been collecting funds from the U.S. since the main reason of the bank was set up to provide funds to develop African countries agriculturally. The U.S. might want to put their own stooge, one who will protect their own interests in that position. But really, what makes the U.S. have a say in this development, if not for the slavery and beggy-beggy orientation of African countries? We've got another message here. AFDB means Africa Development Bank, I guess. So who... Should it deal with Africa only? Why will the U.S. have a say? Something is fishy and it's totally wrong. Africans and Africa need not be a continent of slaves now. Our leaders should be able to stand up and confront the whites. Okay, very powerful statements on Twitter. Let's see if Facebook is a bit different. Don't forget that your messages on social media get read on the show. So if you try to call into the live show and you cannot get through, leave us a message on Twitter, leave us a message on Facebook, leave us a message on WhatsApp. Twitter's at Nigeria Info FM. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. But by your me, Peter Tosin says, resignation is not in the dictionary of our public leaders. A governor was found harvesting dollars in his abada. He didn't resign and a president still defended him. Sandra, we still have a long way to go in this nation. All right, more messages coming in. We've got, uh, I believe the U.S. government has evidence of corruption. Jonathan Atuvier says that. Adetinji Olusheyi says, uh, why do Africans take solid ground on issues that relate to our continent? Enough is enough of Trump in our lands. Thank you. Okay. Eberichuku Priest says, Hi, Sandra. I think Adeshino is posing a threat to America's shipment of agricultural produce to Africa, all because of massive investments that he has made on the continent. Hmm. We've got uh, Adetunji. Okay, we've taken that message before. Let me come to the phone lines now. Hello? 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 How are you? What's your name? Yes, my name is Joe from Badagui. Joe, welcome. Yes, I I have something to say concerning the the Trump and the Trump uh, China indirect war. Go ahead. Yes, I think uh, the U.S. and probably Trump will not order the military to invade Hong Kong, but okay. economically they are going to hit China hard. Okay. And when it comes to the issue of uh, this, uh, let me put it the way Trump put it, Wuhan coronavirus, which uh, China um, didn't handle the issue very seriously. And it has also affected the world economy and also the human race. So I think um, Trump is going to deal with China economically. China is going to lose most because Trump don't... Maybe Trump will not mind um, if if he loses his own economy, but he's going to deal with China very seriously. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling to share that with me. Hello. 
Hello, Sandra. How are you? What's your name? Hello. Lumiwa. Lumiwa, welcome. Go ahead. Now on additional, this is my stand. Okay. America wants an independent people to to look into the corrupt cases against him. And for the fact that Obasanjo, one of our leader in Nigeria. Support additional. There, there is something behind it. Okay. My take, oh, <laughs> for the fact that many Nigerian elites that push us into where we are today are supporting this man, then there is something behind it. Most of us that are supporting additional now mm. for going to China. Maybe America can still have a, a, a woman's face. Let's forgive them. Let's pardon them. Paris Club. Will Chinese forgive us? All this money we are going to share with Chinese China to go and borrow, to go and borrow, to go and borrow, mm. that they are on the audio, they are on the surface. We couldn't speak in the reality. And it is through this additional. Does it mean Nigeria don't know the price they are going to pay in future? And in conclusion, how will Nigerian leaders resign when one of them said uh, they joined the politics not to develop the country but to escape poverty and unemployment. Olumuiwa, if you were a Nigerian leader and somebody in the government does something wrong, would you resign? In the first place, they will not allow a person like me to be in that place because I'm going to behave like a rolling uh, uh, all of them. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, Olumuiwa. Thank you for calling me, Jesus. 99.3. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? I didn't hear that. Oh, unfortunately, I'm not hearing you. Hello? Hello? How are you? What's your name? My name is Kingsley. I'm calling from Mikocha. Kingsley! Welcome to the show. Go ahead. Okay. I want to talk about Adeshino. Okay. Okay. And this is my take. Hmm. First of all, the whistleblower that was investigated. Mm. Yes. From where did it come from? We are forgetting something here. You see, the people that actually blew the wind. Oh, no, 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 no. I was really enjoying that conversation. Okay. Well, the whistleblower, um, you know, reported him and claimed that Adesino was hiring his friends and his family members without following due process. And the bank's board of governors decided to investigate. The ethics committee looked into it. They said Adesino is innocent. They cleared him of all charges. And the head of that committee is a Japanese uh, man. So it's not like, oh, Africans, you know, covering for Africans. That's what happened. Now, is it okay for the U.S. through the U.S. Treasury Secretary to say we want an independent investigation. We don't trust AFDP's ethics probe. We want a fresh one, even though that probe followed due process. That's the big conversation raging in the, uh, uh, you know, international politics uh, community. You know, in the diplomacy community, if you like, you know, um, should we jettison due process because America is uncomfortable with what has happened here. It's a conversation that you can have with me on my social media, Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. Uh, my social media actually is SSAquasili. Twitter is SSAquasili. Facebook is SSAquasili. And uh, Instagram is also SSAquasili. I have to go. My part of Hard Facts today is done. But coming up is Public Square. You get to have a conversation with Ayobe, Rotimi Sankari and... Um, and then at six o'clock, let the music remind you of some of your favorite memories on music and moments with Ifangi and Sam. Lagos, until Monday, when you can win some money on this show. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. And those were your hard facts. Good night.